Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Podcast that's more unpredictable than your exit last call. Get ready for all the takes that you didn't know you wanted or needed. Now here's your hosts, John, Mike, and Jimmy, the Fantasy Hotheads. What's up, everybody? This is not what you think it is. We're inviting you to the offseason. I'm here with Mikey and John, and we want to introduce a little bit of a new concept today, coming off of our Hotheads platform. But football season's almost over. Fantasy football is over. And, you know, we've been kind of teasing it for a little bit, but what do three fantasy football-loving middle-aged dudes do in the offseason? So that was the kind of the concept we threw out there, and, and here we are today. And so uh, welcome, boys. Welcome to the new show. And, uh, you know, I think we go right into not a much concept this week, but uh, we love other sports, and uh, some kind of big news came out today. Not exactly the way we want it to be played out, but Derek Jeter is going to the Hall of Fame. One vote shy of unanimous. To me, that feel, guys? to me, that's not even the story of Hall of Fame induction call day. To me, the big story today was Larry Walker taking the call wearing a fucking SpongeBob SquarePants shirt. I mean, <laughs> was that a racing shirt? Like, it looked like a SpongeBob SquarePants yeah. racing shirt. I have no idea, man. That puts team, team, SpongeBob. team SpongeBob. I mean, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up, man. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and the best, I was listening to Larry Walker's interview on MLB uh, Network, and he described this. It's just him and Jeter getting in this year. And he described this uh, Hall of Fame class as a 45 record. You know, Derek Jeter's the A side, and he's the B side nobody listens to or cares about. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Maybe I, he didn't think he was going to get it. You know, like, well, no, he really did it. Like, if you listen to his interview, he, because he's been, this is his last year of eligibility. Yeah. And he's missed it by, significant numbers and he was just like hey it's like i just didn't think it was possible i didn't think the numbers were going to come it just you know i've been for so long just let down and at a certain point you just think it's not happening and then the call came and even the guy that called he kind of fucked with him a little bit he's like and i just want to let you know this year you didn't fail to meet the 75 i'm like oh my god <laughs> why would you do that's that cruel. To this guy? i know that's, that's brutal <laughs> Oh, I mean, with everything going on in baseball right now, you, you need a little good news. You know, absolutely. The, the Nolan Arenado story out in Colorado. Oh, you just got to be like, what? What? Why would you basically just turn your back on one of the best players in the game? He's getting traded, isn't he? He's going to be playing third base for the Yankees. Unbelievable. I am so close right now. <laughs> when i i saw the i saw the ticker go by this uh at lunch today and i was just kind of like why what what is happening <laughs> you know I, I i you guys you guys know it's well documented on the show i'm i am a baseball idiot right but like even i know who who this kid is you know what i mean like i i played fantasy baseball for a season so i'm i'm like a third of You're an, an expert. expert i'm a third of an expert <laughs> Yeah, at this point in time, you know, probably no more than me. Absolutely yeah. not. So, so all right, we're, we joked a little bit, but, dude, back to, like, one guy. When you have a guy that's as well-respected in the baseball community as Buster Olney staying, at this point in time, 
The 100% barrier has already been broken, so there's legitimately no reason for Derek Jeter not to be on your ballot. Um, I think it was Ken Rosenthal, maybe. I might be wrong, said that the only reason he could see it is if somebody knew Derek Jeter was getting in. It had nothing to do with him not getting 100%. It was that there's other guys that he wanted to make sure got to the 5% to stay on the ballot, and he used Jeter's spot for that. But, like, to me, that's a cop-out. Like, you're going to not vote somebody that should be 100% in for a guy to get another year that can barely break the 5% threshold to stay on the ballot. I mean, at that point, like, I mean, what are we really saying here? It, that's just, it's uh, a coward. You know, you know exactly, and it's one of these guys, at the bottom of every writer's ballot, there's a checkbox. Do you want to make your votes public? Do you want to keep your votes private? I guarantee you this douchebag that didn't vote for Jeter kept his vote private. And I guarantee you, we all know what team he's a beat writer for. Mm. It's either the it's either the Houston Astros or the Boston Red Sox. It's just yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even think about the Astros, but, yeah. but certainly Boston. Yeah. yeah. But it's just it's just a coward. It's a punk move it t- to steal the words from Bryce Harper. It's it's a clown move, bro. It's a clown move. I you know again from the from the baseball idiot. This guy, all right, is – if you were going to write a movie about a baseball player, I'm pretty sure that if we used his exact story, the producers of the story would be like, yo, you got to dial this back. It's a little too ridiculous. Like, even Disney thinks this is far-fetched. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, he hit a he What do you mean? They got a talking plate and fucking fork sing a song and like a dancey shit. This is too far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> he hits a home run in his first major league game, Right? Uh, his three thousandth, uh, three thousandth hit is a home run, right? Yeah. His his last plate appearance as a Yankee, as a baseball player, professional last baseball home player, plate appearance, last home yeah. plate, yeah, appearance. home plate. Excuse me, home plate appearance in Yankee Stadium is a walk off. Yep. You know, like come on. I, you, know, you just you just think you just look at the numbers. I mean, only five play, only five players in Major League Baseball history have more hits than Derek Jeter. I think only three players have scored more runs. He's got more games played as New York Yankee than any other player in the history of the organization. And you look at this organization, just the names. The, the Yankees could fill a Hall of Fame on just Yankees. Like yeah. Major League Baseball mm-hmm. could just do a Yankees Hall of Fame. They called it Murderer's Row for a fucking reason, dude. I, yeah. I, I know. I mean, you, you think of these guys that were, you know, bat seven, eighth, and nine in some of these Yankee lineups, they'd be – leadoff hitters or cleanup hitters on any other team in history. But, I mean, Derek Jeter to me is – and it's a special – Derek Jeter has a special place for me. He's the guy, like, when I was – I've always been a Yankee fan, but he was the guy that, like – he was the guy on my Yankees, you know? Like, he came up in 95 when we were really just – when you're really just starting to come into your own and pay attention to things on your own. You know, it, it was – Jeter came up. That was his rookie year. And basically my entire young and – mid-adult life was spent just in all of Derek Jeter. And you got the clowns out there to say, oh, he was never the best shortstop in the game. Well, yeah, that's true. But you know what? He was he might have been the best clean shortstop in the game. You know, because you look at the guys, like, it, when he was out there, it was A-Rod, Tejada, Nomar, um, and then Jeter, you know. And at any given point, those other three guys were better than him, right? But every one of those guys has either been proven or has had heavy allegations of steroid and PED use. 
that stuff that's never even been a whiff around Jeter. There's never been an off-field thing. There's never that, been any that's question. The, that's yeah. the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing to me is that you're talking about a guy in one of the most high-profile cities in, yeah. in sports, period, right? It's not like he's playing Has in Kansas nothing. City or something. Yes. There's nothing. In his entire playing career and post-playing career, there is not one scandal. Not one. Not one no. thing that you could bring up as a negative to the sport of baseball. No, he, he, there's, there's a lot of stories about him just being a general good dude. Still have dinners, you know, private dinners, just him and a couple of buddies when he's in season, you know, low key. And that's the kind of guy he is. And that's the kind of guy you hope dude, you somebody kid to grow up to be. Somebody tell me about the, the gift baskets, though. That I remember that rumor that they were like, you know, he'd have the, the, the lady over for the night and then they get a gift basket the next day. Is that is that a rumor or is that true? No, that's true. And there, <laughs> along with the gift basket, there was a, a blanket NDA clause. So, there, another rumor from the from the Jeter days was that uh, parties, one on ones. Anytime you were at Jeter's residence, your phone went into a fishbowl at the front of the door at the at the front door, and you weren't allowed to t- touch it until you left. So, I mean, and this is crazy because back when he was th- started playing, th- cell phones weren't a you know, <clears throat> it, like a, a, a common thing at that point. Yeah. Ninety five, they weren't. But as yeah. he got into more popularity, like cell phones advanced quick, and then camera phones, and then like taxi. But like, no cell phones were allowed. Like you came into his place, there was a, a bowl, phone right in the bowl. You get it when you leave. And you pick up your phone and your gift, ba- gift basket at the front yeah, door, and your gift basket. And you give it. I think you know the fact that he didn't grow up with that probably helped, right? Because he wasn't. Attached to it, like guys these days. I mean, it's either they either have a baseball bat in their hand or a phone. Yeah, you know, he he didn't live like that. He didn't grow up like that. And so to him, it was probably more about, hey, we're here to hang out. You're here to hang out with me. If not, you know, why don't you just leave? So I don't know. I think the crazy story. There's a good couple of good books about about him. Like the crazy thing to me is like he was like 120 pounds soaking wet when he came into the league. And yeah, and when Steinbrenner was like give him number two, the equipment manager, I forget who it was at the time, was like. What? Try to give him something else like forty-five or something or fifty or something. Like yeah. I don't, I'm not giving this guy. He's look at him, you know. But uh, Steinbrenner insisted, and now he's number two. And here you are, yeah, Hall of Famer. And the great thing is, you say he's he's number two, but you look around the league and you look at this litany of great young middle infielders and like players that wear number two. Like uh, there was always this cool story. Uh, God, I believe it was his name. Troy Tulowitzki. I, I don't know why I blanked on him. But uh, when he came up with the Colorado Rockies, there was a uh, third base coach that actually used to play for the Yankees. And he was wearing number two for the Rockies as a third base coach. And Tulowitzki went to him and asked him if he could buy the number off him because, you know, Derek Jeter was his idol. You know, he wants to wear the number to, to, to pay homage to him. And the guy, he, he sold it to him, but he's like, yeah, the this is what's going on with that number now. There's tons of young kids that wear – if you look, college ball now, high school ball, even like some little leaguers still. You got – my nephew, he, he's a hell of a ball player. He wears number two because of Jeter. He's 11 years old. But like, you know, it, it's – he spawned an entire generation of, of baseball players basically just by the way he went about his business, the professionalism and just the excellence that he brought to the field every play. You never – wondered if Derek Jeter was going to take a playoff. You know, if Derek Jeter was going to make a mental error in the field. You know, 
maybe he didn't have the best range. Maybe he didn't get to everything that some other more athletic shortstops could have gotten to. But you never had the question, Derek Jeter's approach to the game or his approach to every play. He was there for every play that he was on the field. And it's a guy, we're talking, he averaged like 150 games a year. You don't see that anymore. So, you know, it, he, unfortunately, I think he's the, the last of a dying breed. But, I mean, I, I'm just thankful that I got to watch his career. I really am. Heck, I, the, the year he was retiring, I went out of the way to make sure that both my kids got a chance to go to, to Yankee Stadium and see him play. Yeah. So they can say someday they saw Derek Jeter play baseball. Yep. And, you know, you talk about his range, but, like, one of my favorite – you know me, I'm not a history guy. I don't remember dates and all that other stuff, but everybody will know what I'm talking about. When he goes off – I think it was a playoff game and, and dives, you know. It was not a playoff. Out of bounds. It was, it was, was not a playoff. It was a July goes, 4th head, game against the Red Sox. Head first third row catches the ball head head first into a chair like yeah face all messed up. so like just getting up put it all out there. teeth are there yeah. <laughs> yeah, he laid he, it all out you could you can just you could just start we could sit here all day talking about the plays like the flip the jump throw you know the the, the dive into the stands you know the three thousandth hit the walk up like we could just just name jeter moment moments going on and on and on and on like you know it was it the the year he got the MV- World Series MVP, batted four hundred nine, five extra base hits, uh, ten RBIs. He played. He played in one hundred and fifty eight postseason games. That's almost an entire season's worth of postseason games. Yes, yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> so it's yeah, you know, it's and it's funny because I tweeted this out about Pat Mahomes uh, this week. I was like, you know, people need to just sit back. I don't care if you're a Chiefs fan or what. You need to sit back and just appreciate watching this kid because players like him don't come around a lot. You know, the special players and sometimes people don't realize it when they're, when we're watching it. And then you sit there and like, man, I really wish I would have paid more attention to that career. You know, like we're Yankees fans, but how many people just kind of took Jeter for granted and did the overrated shit? I remember uh, it was MLB, the show 2004 for PS3 when Jeter would come out to bat when you're playing franchise mode. The crowd would be chanting overrated in a fucking video game. Like, <laughs> like they had a program for Derek Jeter when he came out the bat in a road ball, road stadium. They would ch- the, the game would chant overrated. And I I just remember thinking to myself like, are people stupid? Do they not know the level of greatness that they're missing out on? But I don't know. So, oh, well, yeah. there's at least one curmudgeon that agrees with all those people. Yeah. I have to protect yeah. the sanctity of baseball. Okay, Boomer. Yeah, it's gay. Yeah. You, you want to protect the sanctity of baseball and then go look at Houston. Yeah. They're the ones that are fucking it up. Yeah. So. I don't know. Any other favorite moments? Derek Jeter related moments? No, nah, man. I mean, that that's the thing. Like, it's – if we were to start talking, we were just to start rattling off stuff, I mean – we would be here all night with it. So, <laughs> yeah. well, you, so the bottom line is he, he should, you know, he, he gets in first ballot. That's that, the important that thing. One. And we're not saying he missed the Hall of Fame by one vote. You know, that, we, that, that could be a real thing. He missed a perfect score. Like, right. you know, he was cruising along on the Scantron and he fucking went outside the bubble and got one wrong. Like, all right. Yeah. 396 some... out of 397 is not terrible. No, it's no, fantastic. it's not terrible. Yeah, point zero two five percent of the people voting didn't vote for him. Point zero. I'm sorry, 
point zero zero two five. <laughs> <laughs> Some uh, since we're on this topic, I'm going to stick with it. A couple more notable guys didn't get in. So Clemens Bonds still not on there. Was the uh, the the pitcher from uh, Boston? Um, Schilling. 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 Schilling got close. Schilling finished with like seventy or seventy one percent. Yeah. Uh, Bonds and Clemens had a big jump this year. You know, Gary Sheffield jumped seventeen percent in vote in votes this year. He had seventeen hmm. percent increase in votes, and I think he's got like three years left on the ballot. Clemens and Bonds have two years left on the ballot, so I think they get in. But I think the writers are making a point; they're not going to put them into the last ballot because once they put those two guys in, then it opens the door for the rest of the people with the black stain or the the cloud hanging over them to get in. Which I think they. Like, full transparency, I think they should all be in because fuck it. Like, everybody was cheating. Right. It, it wasn't like there was two people. It wasn't like it was just Roger Clemens and just Barry Bonds that were using steroids. Like, there was, you know, there was guys like, I don't know if Sammy Sosa, Sosa should get in. Maybe. I mean, 600-something home runs. Yeah, that's a <laughs> lot of home runs. Weren't there allegations that Sosa was corking? The it wasn't bat? allegations. He blew a bat apart in an at-bat in a game, and the bat had a fucking cork in the middle of it. I mean, so, like, to me, that's just... He was just... Sammy Sosa was a fun guy to watch, but he was an out-and-out cheater. Like, there is zero doubt in my mind that if Sammy Sosa never used steroids, he would have been, you know, one of those five years and dung guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, Rafael Parmo, 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, not even getting sniffed. So, it's... It, it's it's going to be weird to see what happens. Yeah, but to your point, I mean, you know, we talked about this on on the uh, on the hot heads a bit. You know, everyone was using it. Yeah, right. It wasn't three guys in the league using it at the time. There's just these were just the guys that got caught, you know, like or called out because of uh, they're dealing with idiots. But you know. yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 shitty. I I agree, it's shitty, and they should be in. I mean. The fact that, like, we don't have three of the greatest players to ever play baseball in the Hall of Fame right now is just – we don't have the hits king, the home run king, or the Cy Young king in the fucking Hall of Fame right now. You know, we don't have Pete Rose in there. We don't have Barry Bonds, and we don't have Roger Clemens. Yep. Three of the best at what they did. Not arguably. Three of the best at what they did. Mm-hmm. And they're just not in there. A lot of it is because the writers hold themselves to this like high, like holier than thou standard. And I'm just like, man, if you had somebody following you around and dissecting your life with a fine tooth comb like you do to these guys, what would they find? You know, what would they find in your in your personal lives? What would they find like the shady shit that you've done to get a story? Like, it's just it's just aggravating. It's. Yeah, I'm right there with you, John. I was thinking about that today. Just how much that I don't know if there's another way to do it. I, mean, I guess it's the way it's always been done, but it, but it makes me think like, why the fuck are the reporters going to say? Like all of them, they're the only ones really going to say that. That kind of annoys the shit out of me, actually. It's just the way they did it back in the day. You know, it's you know, baseball is a, a sport of precedent. You know, so I that's... get it, but when they when they started this back in the day there wasn't a divide between the writers and the players. Like back in the day, the writers and players would, were friends. They would go out and drink together. They would hang out together. Like they were friends, you know, writers would see stuff after hours that they knew not to write about, you know, now everybody wants to 
be the guy with the scoop. And they're just the, they're, they're these blood-sucking leeches. They just try to get this inside information that they, you know, like, could you imagine if the writers that followed DiMaggio and Mantle around wrote about everything they saw? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dude. Whitey Ford, like, Whitey Ford is thought about as this great guy. He, he was one of, the, one of the biggest partiers out of anybody. Right. You know, you look at these guys back then, it's. Dude, Mantle. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like Babe Ruth just, is a huge partner. Just a fucking drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Mickey Man Mickey Mantle took years off of his career because of his partying. Years off of his life, probably. Well, I mean, <laughs> well that's true. Oh, he, that's, he that's, ended... that's all of us. So it's yeah. not a yeah. speak for yourself. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Inclusive of everyone on this podcast. <laughs> It's just, no. yeah, I mean, the, the, it made sense back in the day, like, but, I mean, now they're saying, like, well, if Babe Ruth didn't get 100% of the vote, why should Derek Jeter? All right, well, Babe Ruth also played against guys that were accountants in the offseason. Like, <laughs> you know, he, he's he's got a guy topping out at 87 miles an hour throwing fastballs. Like, you, you know, it's like, it's not the same era. It's not the same thing. No. You put Babe Ruth in the game right now, he might be a he might be a fucking contact hitter. You know, like he, he you look at him in the pictures, he looks like this huge guy. What was he? Maybe six foot. Yeah, and he was fat. He was a fat. Guy. Yeah, I was gonna say he, he's he's a he's a huge guy because he was fat. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, you can say what you want. I just everybody holds holds to these old standards and I'm like well yeah but like how many of those guys back then could even make it to the bigs against this competition this year these in, in, in this day and age you know yeah it's certainly hard man it's ridiculous and uh, I don't know I could already like I can already feel the, the baseball purists like anger coming at me right now <laughs> yeah well like, <laughs> Like just, I can see that little blood pressure. Like I'm not Looney gonna... Tunes. Like the blood pressure thing just goes right through the top of the glass. Just keeps going up. <laughs> you said what? I can tell you right now, as a as a guy who's just a casual fan of the game, like those kind of guys are the type of people that just make me like not want to get like delve deep down inside because it's just it's a little ridiculous. You know, I mean. There, there are times when you need to be respectful and and realize that history is important, and there are times when you have to move the fuck on. Well, you no, know? you celebrate your history, you, you, right? You, you respect it, but you also have to realize, like, it's your history. It's not what the game is anymore. Right. You know, it's, it's, right. It's, it's, a, it's a different thing. I could go on and make comparisons, but I'm not. I'm not going to. I think it's just un, unnecessary. You know. All right. So, all right, Jimmy, you said this in your intro. Like, and we're getting stuck on sports again. Like, basically, what does the fantasy addict do when fantasy football and football in general is done? Masturbate. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> do we have a dump? Do we have a dump button? <laughs> we're going to need one. We're going to need one. Figure that out. All right, Pig Vaughn, you know, where you at me, now? To me, no, I got you. But, but, <laughs> this, to me, is the, is the, is the dead zone time. You know, I'm not. Oh, a... I see what you. I see what you did there. Oh, did. he likes it. Oh, oh. Uh, mm-hmm. like, fantasy football's over. Football season's about to be over. 
baseball hasn't really started. I will watch the Yankees. I'm not, I'm not huge. I won't watch it. I won't do fantasy sports other than fantasy football. And I, I'm not a huge, like, I hate basketball. And yes. I don't really, you know, like, even with hockey, like, I, I can tell you I watched, like, two Flyers games this year. Well, so that's I know first more, more of your speed. Yeah, well, because the Flyers suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, at least you and I have hockey still. Yeah, well, I mean. The sort of. Well, you don't either. Your fucking team's the worst in the league. No, my team is the worst in the league. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever. I'm a diehard fan. I'll never stop watching. You should. <laughs> you should. Hey, I'm, you I'm not every the Mets game? or the Jets. I'm not going to worry about that. Just not. I'm actually, it's funny because you brought up hockey and I'm just watching Panarin highlights right now. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. A, he's such a fucking sniper. He is. <laughs> what were um, you about to ask, Jimmy? No, I'll say that. Do you watch every game? Like you watch every you're, you're I, so listen, you watch every I game. do watch I I probably watch about sixty percent of the games. Uh if I don't watch a game, it's I mean, the game comes on at seven o'clock. I'm putting my kids to bed at seven and it usually takes them an hour to like get through the process. So it's really tough to watch the whole game. I might catch the third period. If I miss the game, then the next day I watch the highlights. Uh uh you know, either the, the Devils be, in 60 or, you know. Say, yes. It must be quick for the Devils. It's a lot of lowlights. It's, yeah. it's a lot of crap. It's a lot of lowlights. Yeah. That's because that's like crap. 60 seconds of your day. You're, then you're good. See, I'm, I get I'm, I get excited when football's over because I have baseball on. I have hockey on. But, like, for the most part, because during football season, I just rewatch football games all week. Like, I just watch a different one from my DVR every day. And by the time Sunday comes around, I have more games to watch. You know, like I'll watch it. I'll watch a game before Thursday night football. Like I'll watch one of the last week's games. So I'm I'm borderline of like OCD when it comes to rewatching football games. But once it's over, I get to now catch the word up. you want to yes. I get to catch up on my fucking DVRs. Netflix. Now, like it, this is ridiculous. At this point, it's just fucking streaming cable. Netflix, Hulu, Prime, Disney, Peacock. CBS all access. Do you guys have cable? Have either of you cut the cord I still, yet? I still have DirecTV. And I do. I have all these streaming services. I have freaking DirecTV. My wife is yelling at me every day, you got to get rid of something. I'm like the little kid in the corner. I'm carrying all my toys everywhere I go. I'm not putting any of them down. <laughs> Jimmy, what about you? Did you cut the cord yet? Uh, 90%. We have box basic cable on it. Okay. Well, once, once, we do... this, once the NFL finishes this deal with YouTube – then I'll be able to cut, get rid of. Right. I cut it. I cut it last year. I did all of my uh, football this year from streaming services. Um, this year it was Sling. Sling TV on my Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, and then every time I text you about something, you're like, oh, I'll text you in seven minutes when I see it. Yeah, it's, it's – <laughs> I mean, listen, I, you know, that's fine. It, it is what it is. I at least got to watch it. You know what I mean? And for me, it was live, so I really don't give a fuck. How about them? Apples. There, there you go. That's Fair what guy. I did. So I, I have Sling. I hate Sling. Like, so I have Sling. And so that's primarily what we use. I'm not, I don't love it. I got to oh, be honest. Yeah. Like, I have a look at listen, it. Listen, it's... It's the least user-friendly thing on earth. It, it, listen to me. Cutting the, cord, cutting the cord is really tough because you have to have patience, right? I mean, like, Netflix is... is Netflix is very easy to navigate. And, it, you know, they've actually upped the content since Disney kind of, like, took all their shit and ran. Um, I think that they've been looking to add more things like, you know, a, like their own stuff, which is good. And they oh, put out good stuff. Before we go any further with this, yeah, you guys I know, fucking watch it yet. I did. 
I watched it um, this weekend. You're talking about uh, Aaron, Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, the mind of a killer. Yes. Did, did you, you watch, watch it yet? Yes. He did. I did. What, Both me kid? and Aaron sat here and watched yeah. it. Dude, oh. he was. Dude, this is. It explains so much. Everybody's like, why? Why did he kill this guy? This guy found out. This guy knew he was gay. So, so, so let's step back. Perhaps everyone of our listeners knows we watch way too much TV. If you haven't figured that out, we'll, we'll get we'll get to how we how are we all even still remotely married. But, um, <laughs> like, so there's a special. It's on Netflix about Aaron. Everyone in America needs to watch this, right? Because this is this isn't a guy who just went out one day and and committed one murder. This is a guy who had just a, a series of. Three murders up and encounters. Yes, correct. Those are those are the things I just think we know about, yeah. right? I, I I don't know. He seems like a guy that could have a whole lot more more skeletons that we may never find out about because, you know, he's dead. So, just sorry. I just think it's it's good that everyone knows that that this is a show that you should go see, but it's dark. Oh, it's dark. And reality's dark, man. Well, I mean, that's one of the reasons why true crime is one of the most popular things to watch. It's, I mean, yeah. one of my favorite podcasts is a true crime podcast. It's all yeah. about gore and guts and oh, whatever. Dude, I can't get enough of it. Like making a murderer was yeah. basically the, the, the actually the tip of the spear was um, serial. The Adnan Syed podcast. Yeah, that was that was a great, that was really great like podcast. my first foray into it. And like, I mean, I still listen. I still re-listen to that every now and then. And I still change my mind all the time. I don't know if that kid did it or he didn't do it. Um, I, I have my opinions. My opinions change constantly. And then, like, same with the making of murder, the Stephen A- Stephen Avery thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, h- how stupid would this guy have to be to get out of jail and just murder a random photographer yeah. that was at an appointment at his house? Like, I, I absolutely mean, believe. But see- then you see this guy and you're like, man, he is fucking stupid. But then, like. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's stupid, but I definitely think that he got framed. He yeah, was... and, and they used that yeah. fucking borderline, like mentally disabled kid to convict him. Like, oh come on, man! Any idiot that fucking has half a brain cell can see this kid has no idea what he's saying. Ugh. It was that kid's stepfather that killed that chick. That's what I think. That's but... what I think too. But we're getting off on uh, where were we? We have to go back to Aaron Hernandez. I don't want to get off on too many tangents here. Dude, oh, Aaron. Actually, you know what the first one was for me, Richard Kine? It was the Paradise Lost documentaries oh, on HBO. Because, and the only reason you watched it was because it had Metallica as the soundtrack. Right? No, I. Um, well, it's good that you didn't because that's the only reason I watched it. I was like, I oh, Metallica is the soundtrack? I'm going to watch this. I had seen a movie, and then at the end of the movie, it says loosely based on the West Memphis three case. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Cause I yeah. remember like vaguely remembered Eddie Vedder and Johnny Depp talking about it. I'm like, yes, the West Memphis. Yeah. West and Memphis so three. I went and I Google it. I saw they had this and I went on on demand to watch all three of them. And I'm like, holy shit. They literally convicted these kids because they listened to fucking oh, heavy metal. How, how long ago did you watch that? That, that years and years and years well, ago. Dude, Cause I watched it when it came out. Like I, I was a ridiculous – I was one of those Metallica kids, like, from school that was just completely obsessed with Metallica and at the, the peak, you know, the, the mid-'90s to, you know, mid-2000s. Like, that was the only thing that existed to me was Metallica, right? So when they came out with this documentary, I watched it when it came out on HBO because specifically Metallica was – I mean, they were part of it. You have to understand. But they blamed these kids for listening to Metallica, Mar- you know, Marilyn Manson, like they are Satanists and they killed this kid. Yeah. Which is not true. That's not it at all true. It's not 
that's not what happened. If you haven't watched that documentary, or at least just like just like John said, Google the West Memphis Three because that's what a story. Those kids got host, royally, royally fucked. They are all free today, by the way. Yes, yeah. just just so you understand hey, how dummy. Yeah. Say spoiler alert. You got people you're telling the watch that have never seen it. And they're like, oh hey, by the way, <laughs> it's this not is that how it fucking ends. Well, it's not that big of a spoiler. <laughs> that's not that huge of a spoiler. But um, there are bigger spoilers than that. Yeah, man, like, just, what was it, Damien Eccles, just listening to an interview with him, like, years and years after the fact, he's just like, he's like, yeah, well, yeah, I had those, look, I had that look on my face in court, he's just like, yeah, this is a joke, there's no way I'm going to be convicted, I, there's, I didn't do this, like, and then all of a sudden, I'm being handcuffed and taken to jail. That's it. <laughs> and it's just, just like, like that. And the same thing, uh, there was, there was a Jesse Miss Kelly, right, that was the, the dumb one, mm-hmm. like, they, they convinced this kid to, like, Maybe I did do it. Dude. Fuck. Fuck. Did for- I kill this kid? Maybe Holy- I did do it. Forced- I killed this kid. Forced- no, I didn't kill this kid. He killed this kid. And this kid watched and jerked off while he did it. And I was just taking the garbage out. Like, I'm like, what are you, what, what is going on here? Dude, confessions that come from police interrogation are like practically useless. You know, they, the way that they coerce and, and, and I'm not even talking about the, you know, the whole making a murderer thing with the, you know, taking advantage of the, of that kid. Like it's just overall, they say that that confessions that come from police interrogation are just so unreliable because of the way that they go about getting those confessions. You know, you get a you get a guy that comes in and confesses to the murder without being coerced or talked to. Like that's probably a a, a real confession, but like you know, you put a guy in a room and you keep him in there. Like it's it's practical. It's practically torture. You know what I mean? Like hey. Let me get you. Let me get you a cigarette or a cup of coffee, and then we'll have a conversation. And then four hours later, you finally get it. You know that's the kind of you know shady shit that goes on. For all the cops that just hung up on us, I apologize. But yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, like, you're not all bad. Like, no, they're not. Like, dude, oh like, God, what are you guys saying? No, that's not good. I don't know. No, listen to me. I, I listen just, to me. A lot. I'll of move good, back to Aaron a, Hernandez. A, a lot of well, here, here's the thing. The reason that Aaron Hernandez got caught was because of good police work. Right, I mean, you guys. No, watched Aaron it. Hernandez got caught because they got lucky. Well, I maybe they got lucky, but at the same time, like you could have, like you, he when you he look at the OJ killed, case, you look at the OJ people. case. They could have taken that the the evidence, everything that they collected, and botched it just like they did with OJ. OJ, OJ was free or got away with what OJ, he got away OJ's with. OJ's evidence wasn't botched. OJ's OJ's case case was botched by. And wasn't even, I wouldn't even really say bots. It was just won by a def, like an overly aggressive defense. I mean, pretty much. It's again raise raise that reasonable doubt, right? I yeah. mean, and the, the Aaron Hernandez were... thing, like he kills two people year a year almost two years go by before they happen to just stumble on the car that he used to kill two people in, and they're like, "Holy shit, this is a car that we've been looking for for a murder that happened two years ago." Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, that's how he gets. That was car. lucky, but. That's true. And that part's lucky, but it's that's because they're looking into him because he did it again, and that that was a mess. Yeah, like just the way he he did. You know, he drove up the street. He shot a guy like right around the corner from your house. And the only person he knows home. in the town you have ninety nine cameras. Yeah, like come on. And his wife's fucking struggling with the garbage bag, trying to get it out to the curb. Big ass uh, box in it. Unreal. Why did you just leave it on the curb? I took it to a dumpster. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, the bombshell, I guess, was the revelation that 
that Aaron Hernandez was at least bisexual and not just because he went to prison. It was, you know, his entire life. Yeah. Um, I guess he was abused when he was a kid yeah. by, by somebody. And it just they were using that as kind of a basis for him being experimental. Now, I mean, I don't want, I don't want to say anything disparaging, man. Cause if he was, he was, I mean, I don't one way or the other, it doesn't bother me, but it's like, but apparently it bothered him so much that it would just send him into these rages. And well, that's why he was so violent. He fucking, this is the thing. Was it that it was, that was the catalyst, but what was really causing him to have these violent outbursts? And I think at the end of the documentary, they nailed it and they hit it right on the head. Yeah. The, it, it had a little dude, bit to do with the CT. It had to have, but at dude, the same time, that how, kid's brain was just shot. Yeah. I mean, you know, she said that there was some of the worst, some of the, the worst deterioration that she's seen in a human brain. <laughs> I mean, like that's, that's saying something I think, you know, considering how many, how many brains this lady looks at. I mean, if you watch the real sports documentaries about these issues and, you know, she's had hundreds, hundreds of, of former, um, you know, all sports, you know, uh, she's had race car drivers. She's had uh, hockey players, uh, football players, you know, people that deal with, you know, contact to the head. She gets their brain, she examines them and she finds what's going on. She said this was some of the worst that she's ever seen in this dude's brain. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's again, this is the kind of stuff you look at and you think to yourself like, man, do I really want my kid to, to play in a, a sport like this? But at the same time, you know, you gotta, you gotta do it the right way. You know, it's not just get your bell rung and get right back up again. Well, you know, technology and technology and safety are catching up with the head injuries at this point. You know, uh, mm-hmm. they've made like, they've made leaps and bounds in helmet technology I still think there's a lot to be desired in the safety on the field with the way it's officiated and, 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 and policed in, during game, but like just the way they treat the head injuries. Like, Jimmy, when we played ball, it was like you get your bell rung, you go back out a couple plays later. It's just the way it was. And it's yeah. just, uh, if you could I, speak, you went back out. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe not even that far. But, yeah. I mean, but it started I'm sorry, I'm not, towards I'm like not our buying senior it year. as an excuse, though. How many – how many other former football players are running around with the same thing? Maybe a little less, maybe a little more. And they're not often people. Yeah. You know, they're not pulling up to a car because somebody spilled a drink on them and fucking putting two in them. What was you the know? name of the, what was the name of the tight end at the end of the, he, he had that exact point. Um, the guy who they were interviewing through most of the documentary. I can't remember. Chris, um, he was a kid. We talked about him on the podcast a couple of years or last year because he retired after his rookie year. Uh, Borland. Chris Borland. Right. Was that? Yeah. yeah. Chris Borland. Oh, Borland. Yeah, he was a linebacker. He was a, he was linebacker. An, he was an outside or outside linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, he retired after one year. And he, yeah, he was he had a great rookie year and he just kept he kept seeing the effects of the concussions really bothering him and he, he even said he's like brain health over, over football. It's got to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Was that the year also that uh the whole thing went down with uh Seau? Um, it was no. right around that time. Might have, been, might have been right after. Right after. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's, uh, it, it was a wild story. It was a great watch. I can tell you that the, you know, it's a three part, three part series on Netflix, 45 minutes each, right? Uh, about an hour. Little, yeah. Maybe. And I'll tell you what, man. I, yeah. About I, an hour. I, yeah. Did you guys I see, did you it. see when Kraft came into the, into the courtroom and he kept checking over his shoulder for him to like, come in? Dude, why was mm-hmm. he doing that? And then and then Kraft walks in and wouldn't even look at him, like yeah. just 
eyes forward. When he got to him, he turned the other way. And like, I, I guess he just had a lot of reverie for for craft, or he probably looked at him idea. as a father figure. He's like, shit, I disappointed my dad. You know, like who knows, man? But like that kind of that kind of subtle stuff that they caught in the documentary was was actually really cool. Yeah. You know, or sad or whatever. It was uh, uh, riveting. Riveting yeah. might be the correct word. Nice, nice vocabulary word. Yeah, that's sometimes. All right, so so what else is on your net? Peaky Blinders. <laughs> it's not, not on Netflix, but The Outsider, based on the Stephen King novel. I'm I'm fucking. I read the novel now. Oh, uh, everyone's talking yeah. about this. I gotta watch it. I have yeah, to watch it. Yeah, you mentioned that, so, but I didn't so, do it. What's that on? Is that on Amazon? It's on. Uh, it's on HBO. HBO. But like the book, I read when I read the book, like it starts out with the uh, murder of a kid. And it's just the way that it's, it starts out almost like a, a police procedural, right? They're just going through the whole crime scene and this and that, blah, blah, blah. They're interviewing people. And it's just like they explain the fucking murder in such gruesome detail. Like I had to kind of stop for a little bit to like kind of like, oh, I'm like Stephen King's always killing kids in gruesome fucking ways. And this was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I'm having a rough time with that this week. Uh, I'm sure it didn't reach you guys down there, but we had a really bad fire in, in our town right around the corner from my house. And uh, a seven-year-old boy and his mother uh, both passed away in the fire. Jeez, so I've been dealing, dealing with that kind of stuff this week. You know, a lot of, uh, a lot of Facebook, you know, stuff going around, the GoFundMes and all that stuff. And, you know, when you have young kids, you just, ugh, it's hard. It's very, very hard. To think about that kind of stuff. But, oh yeah, that's what I said. Like, because I have two young children, it was just like, uh like I I warned my wife because she's watching the show with me. I was like, it's it's based around the murder of a kid, mm-hmm. and she just gives me this look like, you fucking asshole! You get me excited to watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then I'm like, uh, well, I couldn't tell you because I wanted you to watch it. <laughs> I th- you know what else I, I started? Because I want you to watch it. You know what else I started rewatching? The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom might be the most underrated Netflix show ever. That show is awesome. Like everybody's loving The Witcher right now, which The Witcher was great, but like, dude, The Last Kingdom is awesome. I I started watching it on your recommendation and I got away from it. I I don't have a good reason why. I just guess I got busy watching other stuff. Uhtred of Bebenburg is disappointed in you. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it was it was interesting. I want the next season to come out. Yeah, I, I keep Googling when that's going to come out and nothing shows up. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Give me what I need. Yeah. <laughs> There's there just so Tells much me about shit the, out there. Man, you get hooked on them. And then... Yeah. Well, that's how I start doing my DVR. Uh-huh. Like I'll, I'll DVR an entire season of a ser- or entire season of a show without even watching it until I read that it's been renewed for another another season or another two seasons. Like, I won't even watch it until I know there's going to be another season of it. There's been too many times where I've been, like, invested in a show, and then it just fucking disappears. Like, uh, there's this show on History Channel. Uh, it, was based on, it was based on, like, the undercover guys going into motorcycle gangs, but it was, like, a, a drama, not an actual documentary. Mm. And it was awesome. And then, like, in the middle of the second season, it just fucking disappears on Google. When's it going to come on? I was like, oh, yeah, they just, History Channel just canceled it. It's like one of his highest rated shows. And he just fucking canceled it. <laughs> and I was that. like, you know what? It's like, fuck you. I stopped watching History Channel because of it, too. I was so pissed off. 
And if History Channel's my favorite show, but I'm like, fuck this, man. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking put the time and getting to know these characters and fucking watching it just for you to just say, ah, fuck it. Let's put Ancient Aliens on for another two hours. That's it. I hate Ancient oh, Aliens. Oh, here's another fucking hour of some guys driving around and buying people's junk. Woo, yeah, we need that. <laughs> or maybe we'll go to a pawn <laughs> shop and we'll, well, it takes me $650 to mat and frame this priceless autograph of Elvis right before he died. But no, nah, I'll give you 50 bucks because I have to frame the fucking thing. Like, seriously, this John, is the things they say to people. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these John, biker, biker <laughs> gangs being infiltrated does not sell merchandise, okay? The same way that the, uh, you know, Bullshit. those two... I almost those... fucking bought a motorcycle because of it. <laughs> That's not true. No, it's very true. I was like, man, that dude looks so badass riding that thing. He's got the fucking ape hanger handlebars. The fucking lean back, the old like banana seat high back. I was like, that thing looks fucking looks like he's riding the lazy boy down the street. It was awesome. That's called the king and queen seat. I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I maybe <laughs> if they fucking finished the second season, I would have found out what it was called. It's also a sissy bar in the back. Very nice. I'm glad that you were interested in it, though. That's fun. Yeah. Do you have you ever? Do you have a favorite movie based on any kind of motorcycling? Because there's a couple of good ones out there that you might be interested in. Just saying. Stone Cold, I would check it out. It's about a guy, a cop that infiltrates a biker gang. It's Trust me, you should watch that. That's your homework for this week. Stone Cold. Uh, like my favorite Old motorcycle. cheesy 80s. My favorite motorcycle movie, like Top Gun. I mean, he buys a motorcycle in that. That is not a, that is not a motorcycle <laughs> movie. Are you saying this to upset me right now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yes. I think yeah. it is. It's so easy. Uh, to Top Gun. I'll tell you what. I, I wasn't excited about the uh, Top Gun. Uh, I really wasn't until you saw. But then I saw the, the trailer, and you're just like, oh. Yeah, it was in. I feel the need because <laughs> you know, as much as I hate Tom Cruise, I saw Star Wars, and I saw yeah. As much as I hate him, I, I just kind of feel like he, I feel like he's gonna do good things with this movie. I don't know why. You know, I was, I was talking to my wife about Tom Cruise, right? And I was telling her how much I can't stand him, this and that. And she looks me dead in my face and she goes, but you love all of his movies. I'm like, yeah, no, he's I, an ama- no, no, he's I an amazing don't. And I was like, no, actor. I'm fucking so defined. I'm like, no, I don't. And she's like, Top Gun? I was like, oh, I love yeah. that movie. She's like, Interview with Interview the vampire. Interview with the vampire. I was like, oh, I fucking love that movie. She's like, that weird movie where he's the fucking Irish boxer with the horrible Irish accent. I'm like, oh, far and away. Far and away. That movie. Yeah. Like, and it's movie. just she just starts name movies. I'm like, all right. Tropic sh- Thunder. Love that movie. Not a Tom the, Cruise the other, movie, But, like, shut like, up. I'm not a Tom Cruise a fan. A Few Good Men was on. Oh, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> few Good Men. Fantastic movie. The Color of Money. Nah, I could live or die without it. I like The Color of Money because I also like The Hustler. But it's a different story. Paul Newman. It's Paul Newman. But then you, think, and then you think of other movies that Paul you Newman. like from, like, back in the 80s. And, fuck, Tom Cruise is in them. Taps. The Outsider. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just. How, a Few Good Men. Uh, we already said a few good men. Mike, Did wake, we? wake the fuck up. I just said that. Literally just said a few good men. But well, like, more to the point. <laughs> speak up. How old is that? Tom Cruise? Born on the 4th of July. <laughs> I mean, another great fucking movie. It's like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, God damn, fucking old center tooth is maybe my favorite actor, and I didn't even know it. Uh. <laughs> and Yeah, old center tooth. If you look at Tom Cruise when he smiles, he has a tooth that is directly in the middle of his mouth. It's not like split the middle, like your two front teeth, like split the middle of your mouth. He's got one tooth that directly lines up with the septum of his nose, and I can't unsee it. I'm just, oh my God, it's the Did you guys thing. know that he's uh, from New Jersey? 
not just New Jersey, but northern New Jersey. He actually graduated from Glen Ridge High School. In what, 1929? Because I'm, no. I'm convinced this guy's a fucking vampire. <laughs> he hasn't aged one day. Yeah, he actually he, is a vampire. No, he graduated in 75. Yeah, it was... He graduated in 75 because my, my, my aunt, she didn't date him or anything like that. I'm not at all calling that out, but she you know, specifically remembers Did she Did she him. date the guy that he was blowing? No, well, probably. I mean, you know, I, I don't know about I mean, that. I don't know what that Jesus says. Christ. Wait, dude, did I just? I don't know what that. Did I just? I don't know Tom Cruise. I'm just kidding. It's not true. No. Scientology yeah, I, don't strike me down. Listen to me. It, it's not. It's really not his movies that bother me so much. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a huge Mission Impossible fan. Like, a lot of people love those Mission Impossible. Yeah, they, movies. I like the first one. I didn't like I them, like, but but they're still like entertaining movies. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's his. It's him. It's his personal life. Like, I'm really like I'm. Totally risky the business. Sci- the Scientology thing is just so bad. Like I'm not into it at all. What's the I, bartending movie? Cocktail. Bar- cocktail. How could I Cocktails? not remember that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie. That's it's so. <laughs> so I mean, like, again, how, how could you say that about Tom Cruise? You love Tom Cruise. I, apparently, I do. <laughs> He's a good actor, man. Actually, I think this is your favorite actor. Yeah, I think we that's what I'm saying. It. Like, I mean, fuck, is Tom Cruise my favorite actor? And I just never knew it. <laughs> he might be. No, it's Keanu Reeves, dude. Relax. My so one of my favorite actors. I just watched one of his movies and I hated it. Was Brad Pitt? Just kidding. Brad Pitt is my favorite actor. I love Brad Pitt. Oh, I hope. I hope him and <laughs> not Jen, as much as John. I hope him and Jen get back together. Did you see him at the awards? Oh, so close. Oh yeah, so, so close. close. So close. <laughs> um, oh Jesus uh, Christ, dude! Ad Astra. That's funny because that brings me to a whole other topic. Astra. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was bad. I I was not not a fan. I'm like, there's no way this is going to be bad. Brad Pitt's in it. It was bad. It was pointless. So I can remove my my watch list. I mean, I don't know. If you're really bored one day on a Saturday and it's snowing, I just I just just took it off. Yeah, I I I I did not like it. I really didn't. It was long and pointless. Like the beginning, the beginning sequence is like really impressive, and then they. They completely destroy it from there. Like all the rest of the movie, I could have done without. You can watch the first twenty minutes of it. And Long and pointless. It, it it only gets bad. Like from the there. first hour and a half. First hour. Ugh. It's long and pointless. How about pretty the, much? How about the second three and a half hours of the Irishman? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got that far. <laughs> Fuck man! Like I'm like weirdly I'm obsessed. Still trying, to, with, still trying to recover. I'm weirdly obsessed with like finishing things. If I'm watching a show, I have to finish it. If I'm watching a movie, like I'll watch it to the end. Like. I've watched some fucking terrible movies to the point where, like, the Royal Tannenbaums. Yeah, horrible, horrible movie. And people I, I love that stop movie. Watching people rave you know about John? that movie. <sighs> what so the hell was that? Do you know, John? That's, that's uh, my ultimate choking. problem. My ultimate problem is I'll, I'll be sitting there at, at four o'clock in the morning, sometimes knowing that I should be in bed, but I'm like, well, it's like one, one more forty-five minute episode. Yeah. And, like, the show could be the worst. You know, next thing you know, it's like, well, watch that series. Yeah, like, the show could be the worst show in the fucking world. And if it's still on, I'll finish. Like, I'll ride it to the end. Like, that's why I'm having a problem with Walking Dead. I love The Walking Dead. And it's just been such garbage lately. It's like, here, let me sum up The Walking Dead season for you. I haven't even watched this yet. Not watched the new season. I'm going to sum up the entire season for you in, like, 30 seconds. 30-second Walking Dead season 112. Recap by me right now. <laughs> oh, hey, we're all happy. The future's great. Everything's getting back to normal. Hey, we're the bad people. We're going to come to steal your shit. 
Oh no, bad people taking our shit. We have no shit left. We're sad now. Bad people. Oh yeah, we kicked our asses real easy. Oh, I'm gonna go crazy. We're gonna get the bad people. Ah! Bad people are dead. Yay, we're happy again. End of season. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I forgot. Somebody unexpected dies. People go to Twitter say they're gonna riot. The character sucked anyway. Get over it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I just summed up every season of The Walking Dead for you. And I'm sorry. It was 17 seconds. How'd I do? 17 uh, seconds. You, you, that's about right. Well, you definitely nailed it. I could be what a voice season, actor, too. What season could, are they on? I could be a voice actor. With that voice that you just did? <laughs> yeah. Really? That chicken scratch? That's good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but am I right? I mean, it's just like, and I'm having so much trouble because it's just long. I have like 20 hours of Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead just eating up space on my DVR. That could be used for something good. Like, I don't know, Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell or something like that. But no, it's just fucking sitting there and I can't add more shit to it because I got 900 hours of kids shit on my DVR. <sighs> Streaming service. Yep. Sometimes. Oh. So you mentioned thinking of other things i don't give a shit about um like the whole like this this whole news cycle around like harry and Meghan markle prince not not princess like that their their exist no their existence doesn't annoy me the fact enough as a u.s nation to play on the tv like on the news all the time makes me i got four words for that whole scenario i, I got four words for that whole scenario who gives a fuck? Right? Took the words right out of my I, mouth. Dude, we literally fought a war so we don't have to give a shit about those people. Yep. <laughs> that happened. I, I, Dude, I really, like honestly, don't care at all. Not even a little bit. Oh, you're sad because you don't want to have to do things and get paid for it? Mm. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. You know. I honestly, I I have no opinion. I have nothing to say about it. You know. Ugh, yeah, just... well, right after that one was the whole Jen getting back together. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm more like I, I said that a little <laughs> tongue in cheek earlier, but I mean, I could see why people here. I know you be, care. I could see why people here would care about that because it's an American story. Like these people, literally. I mean, fucking. What do we? Why? Why do we care about these people? Like, wh- what are they to us? No, yep. nothing. Yeah, I get. I, I, I don't know. We literally, that... we literally have thousands upon thousands of people like rioting and throwing fucking protests because they say Trump's acting too much like a monarch, and then they're going to fucking CNN like, "Oh my God, Prince Harry, don't quit being a monarch!" <laughs> like, what? Like, literally, make up your mind, people. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, oh, just spoon feed the sheep. Spoon feed the sheep. That's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's oh. true. I'm not saying that Britain is terrible. I, there's a lot of cool things that come out of Britain. Like no, a lot. there really isn't. No, yes, there is. There's cool things. But like Braveheart? My favorite, my favorite straw man is British. <laughs> no, he's not. He's Scandinavian. No, half, no, it's not half Thor. Half Thor. No, it's Eddie, Eddie Hall, baby. From Stoke-on-Trent. Eddie Hall is the best straw man of all the strong men. In my opinion. Why, wait, why do you have a favorite strong man? Because I love, yeah, I don't even know what we're sport. I love, I love the sport of strawman. You don't, you, you guys never watch strawman on ESPN. Lifting at weights is what morning. you do to get ready to play sports. 
Yeah, that's accurate. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. That's like when that. people that say running's story. a sport. No, running is what you do to get Dude, in shape to play a sport. It is insane to watch what these guys do. Eddie Hall holds the world record for deadlift right now. It's something like 1,120 pounds. What do you lift? Six strippers and fucking ten full kegs? Is that how they measure it now? No. Because the last strongman competition I watched, they're throwing kegs over a wall. Yeah, dude, like, the keg toss is one of the best events I'm like, man, have. fucking, if that's the case, I know this kid, Javier, that would fucking be the strongest man alive. That could carry two kegs up a fucking flight of stairs and get him on tap for you in, like, six minutes. That's cool. But can he throw them 16 feet in the air? Who knows? But he gets them where they need to go. No! It's <laughs> a perfectly good waste of alcohol. Yeah. Then they the fill, they fill the kegs he, with sand. You know that, right, see, guys? He wouldn't do that because then the beer no, would no get foamy and there's, you wouldn't be able no... to drink it. There is no beer in the kegs. The kegs are filled with sand. Then why don't they just have fucking containers? Why do they have to be kegs? I don't know why. I don't have an answer for that. That's what they use. They pick up cars. They pull They pull planes. They pull dump trucks. Uphill. Yeah, but why, why are all these things... Why do they need to do any of these things? Because it's, it's ridiculously cool. The, why do you have to pull the truck? Turn the key on and drive it. Because they can. Can you pull a truck? Such an asshole. No, I don't need to pull a truck because I can fucking drive one. And if I need to pull it, I'll call a tow truck to do it. Okay. Whatever. This is the one thing we don't have to agree on. I'm fine with it. We're totally fine. I, I'm okay. I just think it's very amazing to watch what the human body is capable of with enough steroids. I mean, enough uh, protein. <laughs> Is that, what, is that what we're calling it now? Protein? That's it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I can't even. I can't even move on here, right? What? I'm, You're not my strongman. I thought no, the strongman I'm competition man. was just for people that couldn't sleep at night. And this is like, all right, we're gonna put the most boring fucking thing in the world on, and maybe this will help insomniacs fall asleep for a little bit. Well, I don't know. I was actually gonna do it. It's Mike sleep, other than then when we're trying to record sometimes. No, but I like, don't sleep. That's the answer. How do you think I like, watched this Aaron you, Hernandez thing? I didn't sleep on Saturday. Yeah. I love sleep. I like to sleep, too. I just only do it oh, like I went three out or four to, hours I went out to night. watch the McGregor fight, and we ended up getting so drunk we forgot the fight was on. Yeah, I did not, I did not watch the McGregor fight. Yeah, um, it, apparently you didn't miss much. Yeah, well, it only lasted 45 seconds, and it was a TKO, so that's great. Yeah, awesome. I, I don't I, know. I, Things are always so much hype. Yeah, the, very little actual fighting. I was really into it when I could watch it for free on my pirated, quote unquote, uh, thing on on the Amazon TV. But like now, it's gone. They got rid of it. Yeah. So I don't I don't watch it anymore because I'm not paying sixty dollars to go see it. I don't feel like going to the bar to go see it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't feel like going. Yeah. So that's either. literally like that's literally like a dollar. It was forty five. That's like a, a dollar and change every second. Yeah, no, not interested. Like that's some good. Paid for. I'll wait until uh, I'll wait until a couple. You know, if I really, if it's a really, really good fight that everybody's talking about, I'll I'll watch a pirated recording of it three weeks later. No big deal. Like this one, I'll watch the McGregor fight, just not right. Oh, second. I watched it. Was on. They had a clip of it on Bleacher Report. They had like a twenty-second clip. I was like, oh, that was cool. Well, it lasted forty-five that's seconds. Probably, you probably got the. So yeah. that's that's heaven. Yeah, it, they, it didn't show the knockout, but then they had a still right below it of the, of the kick that knocked him out. I'm like, oh, I feel like I saw it. Yep, that's <laughs> it. Good enough. There we go. Done and done. Yeah, quite frankly, I don't have that interest, so who gives a shit? 
I actually, uh, I have a buddy who is a UFC referee. Do you now? Yeah. He's, um, he's a, we know, a 638 we, steam fitter. We, we know this. You've told us this story 900 times. Well, I've told you 900 times. I haven't told our listeners 900 times. I'm pretty sure you have. Maybe. But he's, uh, he's a cool guy. Just a normal dude. Goes to work every day just like everybody else. Well, he's a referee. What do you expect? I know. That's the problem with the it's not, NFL. It's that's not, like he's, sure. not like he's a fighter. He was a fighter. He was ranked uh, third in kickboxing at one point in his career. Which is saying something. Kickboxers are tough, bro. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get hit by a kickboxer. Nah, maybe. Depends on how much you pay me. (laughs) Yeah, like, let's say, like, if you pay me. One kick. Dude, Cowboy got $2 million for 45 seconds. Get beat up for 45 seconds. I would take $2 million to get my shit kicked out of me by Conor McGregor for 45 seconds. Fuck yeah, no way. No way you could tell me, you could convince me not to do that. I would take a legitimate shot at Conor McGregor for $2 million and just, just incur the wrath. I yeah. really would. Absolutely. 100%. Right. Dude. Like, I don't think he could kill me. I'd be watching the clock. As, <laughs> soon, as, hit, as soon as 45 seconds hit, I would just tap. I don't care if he's nowhere near me. Tap. I'm done. <laughs> no, I would, I would let him. I would let him. He'd have to knock me out. I, if you told me $2 million, but you cannot tap, then I would go. Unless, you know, he had me like in the compromise. I, I would basically tell him, like, dude, just knock me out. Don't worry about the whole submission thing because I don't want to have my arm broken. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to submit. You know, I don't know. That's uh, a little rough. That's a rough question. That's I've had too many brain injuries to take that two million, chance. Two million dollars for 45 seconds of ass whooping. The problem is I have to protect my eyes. I've got my ass the eyes the money for maker. free. Like, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, dude, give me two million for it. I think I would do it. I would th- for two million dollars. I would definitely. Do if you it. if you wouldn't do it, you're an idiot. Pretty much. You think I can manage to stay away from him for forty five seconds? Jim, you can't imagine this. You can't manage to stay away from your fucking three legged cat for forty five seconds. Dude, Roy Nelson is about the same body uh, body type as me. I think. Except so he's six is, three. Uh, that's true. He is a lot taller than I am. He's a and, foot taller than your man. And ass. he's also a black belt in jujitsu, which I am not. So that that's a problem. Yeah, he gets you on the ground. He just throws that belly on your fucking head. He throws the dude, so what he I've heard so far is you've got nothing going for you. That's what I just heard. What? As, you're, in a you're fight? Shorter, shorter, more overweight, and have no actual skill set. Wait, Jimmy, who are we fighting now? Wait, hold on. Now we have to define the terms. Now I feel like a pussy, and I'm going to get beat up everywhere I go. So let's, you feel, are, let's feel better about myself. Like, you are gonna, like, there's no shame in admitting a professional fighter will kick your ass 100 oh, times fighter. out of 100 times. Okay, but if like if we were in the bar right now and we had to we had to just go at it with a bunch of drunk kids, I would like... probably just fight them by myself because I <laughs> doubt I'm getting any help from either one of you. It's it's very possible. Listen, dude, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Hey. I'm that evil Italian that talks you out of your fucking pants, or talks you into fighting like my seven foot tall buddy over there. I don't even know who that you know imaginary person is in the corner, but I'm pointing to him. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know. Am I, am exactly. on, am I you're looking Jimmy? over there, and I'm stealing say, your wallet. Am I, I on Jimmy's shoulders? Like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> say, I'm uh, just saying. I talk my way out of shit. I don't, I don't need to fight. Um, right, yeah, so enough. are we actually going to get to any of our topics tonight? Or <laughs> No. That was all of them, man. <laughs> we covered everything. We, we even covered we how much of a Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. I, I want to get. I, I don't want to get back to this because it's just going to send me on another fucking rant. But <laughs> no, just, just keep clearly. Going. Stuff. 
Yeah. No, I'm I'm just gonna something you need to go off your shoulders. I'm still stuck on the fact that he's actually called himself a fan of strongman competitions. Like, yeah. It's cool. I pay attention to it. Did you watch hey, if you watch History Channel, they have that strongman show on History Channel. It's freaking funny. Told you I stopped watching History Channel. Well, you should start watching it again. They have this really cool show about the the history of strongmen. And the you know they got uh, Eddie Hall and Brian Shaw and uh, this this other giant. Um, is it Eddie Hall? Was Rob he a Oberst? WWF guy? Who? Which one? Well, that's Scott Hall. Was no, Razor yeah, Ramon. not no. None of those guys. Yeah, none of these guys were wrestlers. Oberst was a uh, uh, professional uh, football player, though. At one point, oh. you could get me to care more about the British royal family than you can get me to care about this conversation right now. Well, you're you're missing out, dude. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Watching these dudes, watching these dudes fucking pick up a thousand pounds off the ground is crazy. It's Again, why would I ever need to pick up a thousand pounds? Because you don't pick up heavy things. I don't know what to tell you. Like you know, I have to pick up a piece of pipe every day. It, it puts it into perspective how crazy it is that these people are lifting this kind of you weight. Know, your boyfriend isn't that big. Relax. Blah blah blah. Try picking up one of those kegs that you. Uh, that I you're do it all the time. All well, I do it good. all the time. Good for you. Then, then have the appreciation that these guys could pick up nine of those fucking things at once. Why the fuck would they need to? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because it's awesome. It doesn't make any sense. The dude literally makes a living by picking heavy shit up. He picks things up and he puts Millions of people across the world make a living by picking heavy shit up. I don't have to watch a fucking hour ESPN special about it. At least I'm not watching the body sculpting thing, even though that's that that is you know that has its own merits. What the hell, man? Jesus Christ! Do you guys know who Jay Cutler is? Who was Jay Cutler? Smoking Jay Cutler? Yeah. No, he wasn't a yes. You you guys know the quarterback who played for Chicago and Denver, all right? I know the body sculptor and who's going against Ronnie Coleman, dude. Jay all Cutler right. versus we, Ronnie Coleman. Can we that cut was his mic? That can we no, cut his mic? Cut that. No, Jesus. I told you we should go into different technology. Call <laughs> <laughs> oh some beep or something. If I if I could just dump your entire. That's another. Tonight. That's another Netflix cue, by the way, boys. Okay, Ronnie Coleman, the King. You you should watch it. That guy was ridiculous. No, what? not gonna. One of the strongest Zero body sculptors interest. of all time. Nine hundred pound deadlift from that guy. That's amazing. Good for him. Good for him. No one's more of a sport than than strongman. The guys that like climb up logs and, and chop logs, the lumberjack climb up and stuff. chop. Yeah, the lumberjack, lumberjack games. They're fucking awesome. They're dancing on the logs. They're climbing up the thing, chopping the tree down. Now that's something I can get behind because they're showing an actual skill that translates to real life. Do you think that we could somehow make beer fest happen in real life? Oh fuck yes, we can. I don't care if it's just me versus you two. Let's do it. I'm that's, actually really impressed. That's you've what been we're doing. Training, my, yeah, we, you've been yeah. training your whole life, but I have like some weight on you, so I feel like I could be competitive. I feel like we just True. came up with my my birthday party this year. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. It oh, is. I'm gonna bench press you at your birthday party. It's gonna be so much fun. Oh my god, no! I don't want you to have a heart attack and die on my birthday. <laughs> so we have, oh, we have we have I feel, like I'm six so months happy that you care about me. <laughs> that's what it is. No, I just don't have to celebrate my birthday every year. Remember, you're dumbass dying. What birthday is this going to be, John? I already know the answer. 30th. The 30th? Uh, yeah, that's a lie. 
the tenth anniversary of my thirtieth birthday. There you go. <laughs> that's that's the proper way to say it. Is it somebody else's? Yeah, and like what, yeah. like twenty four hours, Dingbat turns forty, right? No, okay. I guess he. I guess he fell asleep. Give, give or take. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry. Is it past your bedtime, old man? It is. It's quite a bit. Quite a bit past my bedtime, actually. Just at eleven o'clock. <laughs> Should have been in bed for two hours. Well, happy birthday, no. Jimmy. Hey, some positive news about Odell Beckham just came out. What's that? His uh, surgery for his core muscle injury was fu- a success. Yeah, so, I don't give a fuck. Fuck, man. That guy, that guy just keeps fucking. You know what? I was having a good time until you brought up that guy's fucking name. Thank oh. you. Thank you very much. Odell Beckham is a gift that keeps on giving. I guess. An idiot. I was not. <laughs> Go smack another cop's ass, you idiot. Yeah, is he going to get some trouble for that? I, I like, no. It has I feel to. like everything went silent on that. Yeah, because he paid a bunch of people off, and now it's all gone. No, I doubt it. I mean, it wasn't really that serious. It's just stupid. It's more stupid than serious. Like, it's more like, what were you thinking? But I mean, it's it. I mean, I find that no more egregious than you watching strongman competitions. Like, it's just. You guys are missing out, man. I'm telling you. Like, if it's on, Mary's Mary's Kuzinowski. Like, if it's okay. on. If, stop naming names. I don't. We don't. We've already established we don't people. know any of these fucking people. I know. Lou, was, I know. Lou Ferrigno was in it once because he was the Incredible right. Hulk. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno was. Uh, he was a, a decent straw man. He wasn't that great. He, he you know, he didn't need good. to be. He's the Incredible Hulk. True, but it's like at the, every at now the time, and then, if it's on, I'll just be like, oh, this guy's no lifting a bunch of balls on top on top of a bunch of pe- 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 like pedestals. Like, what, what does that do? That was that was back in the day when Ferrigno did those competitions. That was back when they would literally pick up refrigerators and walk them across like a, a parking lot. See, like, I can like, I can no see bullshit. that because then they're like they're just like they're like movers. They're like, yeah, see, if you hired my company, I can <laughs> carry a refrigerator to the car. Like shit. Like, yeah, or you just get I a hand truck like every other normal human being. Yeah, but what if the hand truck's being used? He's not wasting time. He's multitasking. He's saving your dollars. I get it. There these you go. Guys, these guys are like. I'm going to lift a stone in the shape of Africa and I'm going to carry it across the beach and dump it on this Volkswagen bug. Do you any idea how hard the Africa stone is? Cause it's all about grip. That that's a, that's an amazing challenge of strength. That's one of the coolest feats of strength I've ever seen. What is this Festivus? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking airing of grievances next Mike. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I like, you know, it's funny that, that you keep bringing up all these events. Like, like you've seen, obviously, uh, we've already established. We've some... already established years ago that I sleep one hour a night. So okay. I've obviously seen these things. I just don't follow them. I don't pay attention to them. You should, man. It's a lot of fun. No, I'd rather watch women's roller derby. No, that's, yes, that's a lie. Speaking of women's roller derby, love the show on Netflix. Glow. That's a show you gotta watch. It's not oh, roller right. derby. I'll check Women, it out. It's, it's based on the gorgeous ladies of wrestling from the eighties. Neat. Yeah. Listen, Twitter followers, I know you exist. Back me up. There's got to be at least three people out there that think friggin' straw man competitions are cool. There has to be. And you can't be in a strong man competition yourself. So if I see, if I see one meathead, but <laughs> yeah, man, this is the biggest thing to Like, nope. <laughs> Beat it, nerd. <laughs> Go lift some fucking weights. <laughs> Can we can we, can right, we crash this? Can we crash this train? Nope, I'm, I'm done. This train crashed as soon as you said I'm a fan of strongman competitions. <laughs> it did not crash. This is a great train. This is the gravy train. Fucking crazy train, motherfucker.
<laughs> Speaking of yeah. crazy trades, you hear about Ozzy? Oh God, Parkinson's. It makes it makes a lot of sense. Oh, that's sad. It made me think there was something cool. Now, no gonna... man, Ozzy. Well, I thought he dropped another album or something. He yeah, he just did. He... Well, I mean, yeah. Well, no. Uh, didn't you guys hear that Post Malone discovered this guy named Ozzy Osbourne? Who's Post Amazing. Malone? Yeah, yeah, I love you guys, man. This is why. This is why we are best friends because this is the kind of shit that made me say the exact same thing. Who no. the fuck is Post Malone? Well, mainly we're best friends because nobody else answers my phone calls. That's and, well, well, I mean, not even that you guys do most of the time. But <laughs> well, I'm, I'm. Listen, when I'm not awake all night, I'm sleeping on my couch when we're supposed to be podcasting. Yeah, well, there, there you go. go. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, crash this fucking. All right, were you yeah, going somewhere let, with Post Malone? Let's, we, we, let's, end, going the, somewhere let's that? end the first yeah. and only fucking episode of the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be listening to it like, well, who am I going to start this week in my one and done? Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, you idiot. Yes. I don't know. Jimmy Garoppolo could be a sleeper. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I fucking did that too, man. I'm such an idiot. I saw. I went back. I went back and looked at your little lineup for the playoffs. It was great until this week, and I got three points. It was fantastic until this week. Yeah, and then not so not so fantastic. I went, I went from second to eighteenth. At least you have one quarterback that's in the big game, so that's good. Yeah, they they ran the ball. Fuck, he threw six passes in a championship game. <sighs> yeah, I mean he that's he brutal. took he basically took the the model that he took from that Super Bowl and just flipped it on its back, but. I mean, it worked this time, so there you go. I don't know. What the hell Rest are you talking peace. about? Because Shanahan, Shanahan was the coordinator for Atlanta when they blew that giant uh, lead because they yeah. wouldn't run the fucking ball. Yeah, I guess. Sorry. I I'm sorry. I should have defined everything I was talking about. Yeah, I'm still like, stuck on strongman competitions. And Lumberjack. Well, Dude, you know yeah. what I could get behind? The strongman lumberjack contest. I would, I'd be into. You that. have Let's lumberjacks lifting like big fucking Africa stones. You have strongmen climbing up poles and chopping down trees. You have a strongman versus a lumberjack on the log spinning thing, dude. I think we just came up with our new show. I think that Monty Python's lumberjack song should be our intro music for this show from now on. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, then we're no longer friends. Yeah, uh, we're not friends. Can, can I say? Well, well then, say, it's been a good say, episode. Can I say I don't know what we're talking about, so I don't have to deal with you guys anymore? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, it still costs. Oh, man. So, Talladega Nights, he's like, why, why are we still talking to you, man? I hate you. Like, we're not even supposed to be friends. You stole my wife from my house. Yeah, but you're still my best friend. <laughs> shake and bake. No, no more shake and bake. <laughs> oh, that awkward when they go to do the shake and bake, it's all awkward. It's just Magic Man and El Diablo. Oh. El, Di- El Diablo. It's like a chicken. It's like a mean chicken. It's like a mean chicken. <laughs> mean chicken. Oh, no. Big Nights. That's, uh, that's a good way to, to run things out tonight. This is the first yeah. episode of the offseason. I Possibly hope for many, last. many more. Glorious <laughs> nights. You look glorious. You're the two assholes. <laughs> uh, uh, that's all season. Yeah, give, give them our contact info. WTTSpod.com. Someday off season. They're dropping us on Twitter, this but not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, have a good night.